enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Wow Wednesday, and it's the day before Thanksgiving. So we're going to talk turkey and cats and dogs. Now, everyone knows that on Thanksgiving and Christmas Day, there's lots of excitement, and sometimes kids and pets can be less supervised than usual, which can lead to some interesting situations. Joyce Laird tells us about one such situation in her story called The Ghost of Turkey's Past. Joyce's family had always had a big roast turkey dinner for Thanksgiving and Christmas. They had the same main meal, and then they just changed the desserts depending on the holiday. But that tradition changed one fateful Christmas. Joyce put the turkey in the sink to soak it in cold, salted water, but it was huge. It was almost 30 pounds. And so only half of it fit in the water at one time. So she left it there to soak, and then she was heading back into the kitchen to flip the turkey over to soak the other side when she heard this awful screaming. And her three daughters ran out of the kitchen, shrieking that the turkey's ghost was there and it was chasing them. Joyce and her husband ran into the kitchen, and they found the turkey hopping around in the sink like it was alive. Joyce's husband approached this bouncing turkey with caution, and he made a grab for it, but it slipped from his hands, as heavy as it was, and it bounced onto the floor, where it continued to jump around. So now the girls were screaming, and their two dogs, Kali, started barking and trying to attack the turkey as it danced around on the floor. Joyce managed to push the barking dogs and the screaming girls back into the living room, and she held them there at the doorway while her husband continued to try to control this giant, bouncing, dead turkey that had somehow come alive on their kitchen floor. Finally, the turkey got wedged into a corner between the sink and the refrigerator. It continued to bounce up and down, but at least it was staying in that corner. And then a little black thing poked out of a hole in the turkey. And then all of a sudden appeared a set of whiskers and a paw. It was the cat. He had climbed into the sink, and he had started eating the raw turkey from the inside out. And then he had somehow gotten stuck inside the turkey, and he couldn't get out, so he started jumping around in panic. And that turkey was so big that no one saw the little cat stuck inside it, even when it hit the floor and kept jumping around. So that dancing turkey caused a big change in the holiday traditions for the Laird family. And now, instead of a turkey, they have a roast beef every year for Christmas. Now, we have another story from Maria Morin. Her story is called It Takes a Village. And Maria knew not to leave the turkey anywhere near her cats. So she knew about cats and turkeys. And so she put her 20-pound turkey into her office, and she checked that the cats hadn't followed her in, and then she closed the office door leaving the turkey safely inside on her desk. And she went and did some more cleaning and preparing and cooking. And then an hour later, she went back into her office to retrieve the turkey from its hiding place. But as she placed her hand on the doorknob, she heard a loud belch come from behind the door. And then she realized what she had done. And she opened the door 
and she found what she feared. She had put the turkey in the office and hadn't noticed that her dog was sleeping in one of those warm sunspots on the floor of the office. And so she had left the dog alone in her office with the turkey with the door closed for an hour. Maria says it looked like something from one of those documentaries that you see where the lions have taken down the wildebeest on the Serengeti. The turkey was just gone, and the dog was sitting there licking his lips, looking like he knew he would get in trouble, but it was well worth it. Marie pointed to his dog bed, and the dog slunk over to it and crawled in, his swollen belly getting in the way, and Maria checked the turkey. Every bit of meat was gone, but all the bones were intact, so she wasn't worried about the dog having anything more than a stomach ache. Now her problem was just that she had 30 people coming for dinner. And just then, a neighbor stopped by with some Christmas cookies. Maria took one look at her neighbor and burst into tears. And while she was sobbing and trying to explain what happened, they heard the dog throwing up in the other room. So this was really shaping up as quite a turkey disaster. The neighbor, though, sprung into action. And before Maria knew it, she had platterfuls of turkey being brought to her house from all over the neighborhood. All of the neighbors had contributed a bit of their own turkeys and Maria ended up with more turkey than she would have had in the first place. So those are your two cautionary tales about leaving those cats and dogs alone with the turkey. And I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday weekend. On Monday, we're going to talk about holiday grumpiness and how you can make your way through the holidays without letting difficult people get to you. I'm Amy Newmark. Thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Please share it with your friends and family. And if you'd like to learn more about the book that contains today's turkey disaster stories, it's called Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's Christmas. And you can find it on our website, chickensoup.com.